Welcome to Adventure Guys, the podcast for humans and dogs. I'm Eric the Human. I'm Nick the Human. And we got a special guest here today. Hi. I'm Dan, also human. All yes. right. <laughs> Dan, welcome in. Uh, all right. For anyone who's been following us, you've probably seen we upgraded our uh, episode art game substantially sometime at the end of last year. And that was uh, thanks in all parts to Dan. <laughs> Dan, thank you for uh, making us look like a legitimate podcast for the last like sure. six yeah, no months. <laughs> Has it been? In, was it hard? Uh, this we'll get. This episode will get its own art. So, has it been hard to, to to do? Was it? Was it? Um, not particularly. It pretty much just comes from like the. I'll pull a silly screenshot and try and like superimpose that over a, like the guest photo and this show just brings so much ridiculousness to add to something yeah know? yeah well i i do appreciate that you definitely you can tell you watch the episode and throw in really fun little uh like uh easter eggs into the artwork uh it's really fun go back and watch look for that so yeah i don't i don't know how much discussion happens between nick and, and you on this i don't know what information he gives you if mm-hmm. it's organized or not <laughs> Um, I give him, I give him, I give you, I give Dan creative control. Once we figure yeah. out the template, I'm just like, <laughs> here's kind of, here's the episode. Like do this. <laughs> yeah. Do whatever you want. Um, originally I thought you would just like take the title card or something and mm-hmm. just use that, but then you did it even better. Well, a lot of times I do incorporate a little bit of the title card yeah. into like the background or something. Yeah. Well, it's, it's good to have you on additionally because you've been making our art, but also, uh, Dan is the person that showed me Adventure Time. Oh, yeah. All right, way back. Yeah. So we've heard my origin story with the show a little bit, but I feel like my my true origin story would incorporate your origin story, Dan. So when was the first time you saw or heard of Adventure Time? Like, how did you find the show? Um, it was in college. The guy that lived across the hall from me. He used to show me all these like. Introduced me to all these like weird. Now, this is this is things. this is Drexel University yeah. in Philadelphia. In Philadelphia, Center City. Uh, it's University. University City. City. Okay, so I just want to give a sense of place for everybody. You're <laughs> yeah. in the dorms, yeah. seventh floor or something. Uh, third floor. Third floor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm painting a picture, Eric. Continue, Dan. Thank you. But yeah, uh, so like he would introduce me to all these weird things. Like he also turned me on to Xavier Renegade Angel. Oh my god, which is outrageous and ridiculous. I know, but, um, I know. People a lot of times we've been talking about like, oh, regular shows so crazy, and so mm-hmm. is uh, Adventure Time. But Xavier Renegade Angel, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I feel like that is like that was peak one of the first like, craziness, completely bizarre Adult Swim shows yeah. that like nothing really makes sense. It's like this weird furry Have guy. Have you seen this, Eric? I've never even heard of this. Oh yeah, it's oh, like my. this weird furry guy God. whose legs go the opposite way. His, his one hand is a. A snake, a snake and then yeah. like he's got a bird beak um, huh. this was adult swim yeah I, it's not on hbo max is it uh might so. be actually i mean they have like the Here whole adult swim library but i don't think i've seen this he's but, got yeah. a bunch of nipples um <laughs> a beak yeah it's like it is a strip ass trip and it's done in this like really poor like computer generated stuff i yeah, feel like this like is before you were you were CGI into all this graphics. oh for sure yeah because i remember watching Aqua Teen with you, and you were like, I, I can't handle this. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember, yeah, being stoned in college watching Aqua Teen with you for like, I think that was the first time I saw a whole episode, and it was yeah. so distressing. Yeah, oh, yeah, you were like, I can't handle And so it's like, that's this is like Aqua Teen turned up to a thousand. But, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, we we loved all this stuff. Like, Dan and I went to high school together, too. So mm-hmm. we before Dan's having this experience at Drexel University in University City on the third floor of his dorm room, we were back in uh, Mount Olive, New Jersey, watching uh, Adult Swim cartoons and regular mm-hmm. cartoons. Uh, and Good Burger, I remember we would watch... Yeah. Like Keenan and Kel. Um, Keenan and Kel. <laughs> Always good. Yeah. And then Aqua Teen, Xavier Renegade, everything. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's go back to 2007 in September, I'm imagining, because you, you just started college. Right. Well, like <laughs> the <laughs> the big thing about like that uh, original video, like it, it was a Nickelodeon short that they created. And mm-hmm. it, it was just like, it was just so silly because they had... 
I don't think they had the same opening as they do now. I don't think but so. It was like this short opening and you're just blasted into like their I think they're it starts out and they're like sledding on penguins and like crash into the bottom and they say like algebraic rhombus. That was yeah. totally math. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I think like what is the this? big the big words and stuff? Did does that come up? Um I don't remember that one. Okay. What do you mean? No, I mean, when they say algebraic, does it oh, say yeah. like algebraic oh, and no, big words? Okay. I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I think it was just like out of nowhere. They're just like exclaiming weird math phrases. As yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah. Yeah, that, I, that, that particular element of the show, I think it sticks with a lot of people mm-hmm. and they really don't use it that much after like some of the early seasons. It was just a yeah. carryover from that pilot, but I, so many people are so like zoomed into that kind of language when they think of this show. Well, like they also use like just the language that they use when they're like insulting people or like just, uh, just yelling at somebody. They call them like weird names or just weird words that don't really like connotate to insults. And I yeah. think that, that gives like, that writing style is just like an awesome yeah. uh, thing Well, I would implement. also say the reason people key into it, I think, is... So, you saw it. That was must have been 2007. Yeah. That's when it came out, the the short. Yeah, it was um, like later that... Uh, that's when the short came out? Yes, yeah, when the short oh, okay. came out. So, because um, I remember then... I thought it was I, earlier than that. I went and visited... No, I, th- I looked it up today. Adventure um, Time Pilot. I'll go back and... Uh, and Google it now. Yeah. Original air date, January 11th, 2007. Oh, wow. So it, it might have come out like, you probably saw it right when you got to college. And then I came and visited you like shortly oh, after. I forgot about that part. They they uh, brought back the Abe Lincoln on Mars like thing from the pilot. Right. That's I in didn't the pilot. Yeah. Notice that. So we, because so, I was going to say, I remember we watched it. I must have seen it right after a couple weeks later when you mm-hmm. were like, dude, watch this thing. And then the show doesn't come out for another three years. So I remember yeah. we had seen it. We must. I mean, your friend was pretty early on this thing, mm-hmm. and that was also a time when like the first like rad um, kind of viral videos were going around, and there were just so many insane little animations. What was the other one that uh, he probably showed to you, and you showed it to me? Um, that we watched a whole bunch of, um, and they were so fucked up. Um, like remember they're like the guys in like the dungeon there's like a big frog and like uh you'll never get away with this Murtaugh. he's like just watch me oh know? the yeah what were those called where it was just like it's just ludicrous ridiculous uh yeah thanks oh. so there was like a series of them um mer i can't if i can just like put it in <laughs> you'll never get away with this Murtaugh. Uh, no, not, you'll never get away with this murder. Oh, it might fuck. Be, uh, Murtaugh, like the... I'm gonna, I'm gonna text Bill and be like, Bill, what were those things that we used to watch? <laughs> yeah, because then there was like, um, what was the, there was like the, the cat that, uh, that was a lawyer or something like that. Yes. The cool cat. <laughs> but it was just all over the place. Yeah, but it was so. This is like a time when like those were like the first viral videos kind of going around on the internet. Yeah. It was a lot of like flash animation and all that crazy shit. Yeah, so, I I remember not being into this particular world, but knowing plenty of people that were. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Um. Yeah. So I think watch. What I was gonna say is I think it's when when you're first getting into things, what helps it spread is when there's like a easy way to explain what makes it so special. Dan, your phone went off. That was me texting Bill. <laughs> about what we're gonna watch, um, and um, and <laughs> yeah, so you need those things that people can like latch onto and explain quickly. It's kind of like when a new band comes out and there's like a little bit of a a shift in it or a little bit of a hook. I was talking with someone like when Yellow Card came out, they had the fucking dude playing violins and doing backflips, yeah. and it's like <laughs> it's like. It's like, you got to check out this band. There's a violin in it. It's like, cool, I got it. Like, there's like the one little <laughs> thing that makes it a hook. Um, it doesn't have to be an enduring thing that's incredibly special, but uh, it's like something. So I think like that with the math language, it comes out of the gate. It hits you with something super unique and memorable that then you can use to explain the show to your friends. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like in the intervening like three years before it actually came out, 
as the lore was growing, it's like, you got to watch this show. It's like mm-hmm. a kid and a stretchy dog and Abraham Lincoln on Mars and they <laughs> yell about math. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it is inter- I guess we haven't really dug into the history that well, like much the, here, but the, like the that period between the pilot and the actual development of the show, Nickelodeon passed on picking up mm-hmm. the series, and like it's probably like one of the hugest regrets of that network right. ever. But one of these days, we will do an episode on the pilot. Yeah, I don't know when it's going to happen because it's not in our episode generator. So I know we're gonna have to intentionally pick a time to do the pilot. Well, like the the big thing about that time, it was like, did you ever watch um, the Misadventures of Flapjack? Uh, not contemporaneously, but I have seen it since. Yeah, like that. Like I used to watch that all the time, and that has that same like outrageous storyline aspect, where like like there's one episode where the pirate captain, because the whole thing takes place on like a wharf. So yeah. the pirate captain steals these this this giant pair of legs that floats up on the shore and it's got a big sign on it that says don't touch my legs <laughs> but he does it anyway and like this giant torso shows up to collect his legs and it's just like this these bonkers ideas that you never think about and then like Yeah. So it's just that randomness came in. Random. And that that was a uh, that was uh, Pendleton Ward and JG Quintel yeah. did that show. Yeah, and, and kind of trace back to that awesome. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they 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 went out they, from there. Yeah, they split and made it, two it awesome also shows. Was, 2007 were that's like a big time for random humor. I mean, even a couple years earlier, I remember I, when I always think of peak random humor, I think of like 2006 seven that movie uh, date movie came out, which was like it was like. They'd already done four or five scary movies, and then they put out date movie. Yeah, and then there's like superhero movie. And yeah, like, and it's like yeah. even beyond the parody stuff. Now they're just doing random shit, <laughs> and I was like, I think that's when I started to get over it. But uh, <laughs> but it is funny and and jarring, and it's great. I found th- this was the um, sick animation, the Red Diamond Dragon Club. Yeah, remember this? Yeah. Oh, he's just joking. I still quote that. Oh, come on, man. Well, we can watch that in our own time. <laughs> I've never seen that before. It's, it's yeah. so silly. It's very funny. Um, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of gross and juvenile. I think there's like a bunch of there's probably some out of like shit that doesn't hold up. I think there's like really bad gay jokes yeah. in it, but then some of it uh, is maybe still funny. I don't know. I haven't revisited this. <laughs> Come out and sickanimation.com. That's sick animation. Works, yeah. And I think that was a similar guy. I remember reading, he got a deal with like comedy central, like make these into shows. And then it just like never came together. Like those yeah. things are. So adventure time could have very well been one of those comedy things. central at that time period had a lot of animation projects happening actually. 2006, seven. Yeah, right. Like, well, I feel like Comedy Central kind of turns out shows. Like, like I, I went on Paramount Plus, mm-hmm. and there's like shows I've never heard of that. Yeah, had one season once, like yeah. ten yeah, years every ago. Every year they get a couple. There's a couple. They always do new shows. They get a couple yeah. seasons. One of them hits. Like they get one Workaholics or something mm-hmm. or Reno 911 that just goes for forever. But I mean, I loved. I mean, especially in that time, I watched everything that Comedy Central <laughs> would put out. Yeah. We got so into Stella, which is like mm-hmm. favorite show of all time. So great. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. So let's go back to uh, the fall of 2007 okay. in Philadelphia. <laughs> Third floor. Third floor. Drexel, sure. yeah. University City, Drexel University. Okay. Who was the friend who showed to you? Uh, Scott Vrana. Um, I remember him. Yeah. He's a firefighter now in Cherry Hill. Ah. So, Interesting. Yeah. I wonder if he's still That's watching people go. messed up uh, cartoons. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I feel like it's something you don't exactly grow out of. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so so we watched it, then it took forever and it came out. Then I don't, mm-hmm. I feel like we watched some of the early ones when they were on TV probably together. I think so. Yeah. 2010. I remember when it came out and we were like, what? They're actually doing They're it? They're actually doing it, yeah. <laughs> uh, so sick. So um, but, yeah. Very fun. I bet there's a lot of people with a similar origin story of it just getting passed around the internet. Yeah, right. Yeah. 
Great show. And then is there, I'm curious, we've been asking other people about this, like, is there beyond that another episode that really sticks out in your mind when you think of Adventure Time? You're mm-hmm. like, I remember this, or remember, or even moments or whatever. Uh, definitely the first episode with the tree trunks in it. Oh, yeah. Where oh, they gosh. go and they escort her through the like cursed forest or I whatever. I hated that episode. Yeah, it made me so uncomfortable and angry. It really is. Just it's like, like it's like the third or fourth episode, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but like yeah, and then it it brings about that that was one of the first ones that had one of those like just abrupt endings to the episode. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. nothing is explained. Oh, that, is that when there's like the like diamond apple? Yeah, or whatever? and she yeah. takes a bite out of it and just pops, and the episode ends. <laughs> it's I was, like what? That that disturbed me so bad. I yeah, okay so. I was trying to watch the show on the recommendation of a friend sure. who I really trusted his recommendations. And I'm a few episodes in, I'm just like not understanding anything about this. It was like, it seems like the episode's almost over. How are they going to resolve this? Nope. <laughs> it just ends. And there's so many episodes that end like that too. Yeah. yeah like, had, oh, well, we're done. I hadn't and figured so. out the pacing of the show at all at that point. And Tree Trunks was a really weird character. Mm-hmm. I still don't really like Tree Trunks. <laughs> And that was, well, yeah, oh. she evolves into a very strange, like the the relationship with Mister Pig is very, very yeah, weird. She's it's I, that's why I love her is just because it's so <laughs> unpredictable. Yeah, you're just like where anytime she's involved, and you then don't she know has where it's like an go. alien baby or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and her alien children. She has a whole alien family, yeah. which are alien uh, elf and hybrids. So weird. <laughs> I'm glad that you remember a Tree Trunks episode. Yeah. That is that is insane. I can't wait to do that one. Maybe for yeah. my birthday next year. <laughs> <laughs> it is so unsettling, though. Yeah, they're, they're just like walking, and then she's being like awkward, like trying to be sexy or something. Oh it's yeah, so <laughs> yeah. When she puts on makeup. I don't like it. Oh yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, yeah, but I I like her embracing embracing her sexuality. So, Dan, with my journey of Adventure Time, which has been well covered, and if you're on episode 92 and you've listened to all of them, uh, first of all, if you've listened to all of them, it's episode 92, send us an email at didyouseethemail at gmail.com. And you get a prize. Yeah, there will be a prize. Um, (laughs) And don't lie to us. Because we'll know. Uh, You'll have to answer a quiz about each and every episode. Yep. We're going to screen it. Um, But I was going to say, people would know, is that I watched the first season or two, and then I kind of stopped. The first couple seasons, as we've discussed, because we've been going all over the show, are a little slower, and like the true lore doesn't really kick in. It may have been the first season I watched, and then I was a casual viewer. Also, my roommates in college were just like, really didn't get it, and were just like, why the fuck are you watching these goddamn weird cartoons all the time? They're like, turn it off. Um, did you? How long did you stick with it? Um. I think I really only watched like regularly, like the first first and second season, I think. And then I came yeah. back to it later. I don't think I've actually watched all the way to the end, though. So it's all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe this will spur it on. So yeah. since watching the first couple of seasons, like just popping in here and there for these random episodes, like mm-hmm. that's been your like your main exposure. Yeah, kind of <laughs> like I think. I've watched up through like the sixth season and then I think like when doing some of the artwork like you'll pick like it's like part three of five or something like that <laughs> yeah. and then I'm like what the hell's going on like, <laughs> oh especially in the miniseries yeah you're yeah. screwed there so like I end up going back and watching that whole series oh nice and, the islands so, or the elements or yeah or yeah. the what is it comet I think or there's like which one right? is, I think whole, that's in Elements or something, uh, maybe. Well, the whole Comet arc at the end of season six kind of flows together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, but I think it's, I think that's Elements. Um, nice. But, that's cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're about to jump into it. So, yeah, it gets a lot deeper after the first few seasons oh, yeah. where it's like you learn the backstories of everybody and. Like, yeah. That's where the magic starts to come in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Crazy. Well, with that, I say that we jump into a, a deep season seven episode today yeah. that we're going to discuss. Let's uh, let's go into the episode discussion. Episode discussion.
Okay, so this was season seven, episode twenty-one, King's Ransom. Mm-hmm. Is it twenty-one or twenty or twenty-two? <laughs> Somewhere in there. It's one of those. <laughs> uh, the wiki says twenty-one. Okay. Okay. Because I thought I pulled it up on Hulu earlier, and it was only twenty. It could be a discrepancy. There they, is some like weird discrepancies that go on. Um, but whatever, we watched it. It was the same episode. You can mm-hmm. you can rectify this pretty easily if you if you want to. <laughs> um, yeah. So Ice King episode, which made me go, oh shit, we got Ice King coming in yeah. with a heavy episode, which is means it's definitely going to be chaotic, and and crazy and unwieldy. Um, and basically the. This is a, a search for Gunter, which, mm-hmm. you know, what makes Ice King interesting, fun, and also frustrating is trying to really get a sense of what he cares about. Yeah. And, you know, he doesn't he, – here he's missing Gunter. It really seems like his best friend. But sometimes you see them interacting and it's like a pet relationship sometimes – he seems to have real no regard for Gunter's well-being. And it's yeah, illustrated... Almost like a minion kind of thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> go do my bidding kind of Uh-huh. Thing. And then even at the end of this episode, once he sees Gunter again and is just about to get him, he's immediately down to sell him out for nothing. For basically. a hug. Yeah, yeah, for a hug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, uh, there was a weird moment in the beginning of the episode where... Ice King was comparing his relationship with Gunther to that of Finn and Jake, which yeah. is not really correct. No. But I thought it was an uncharacteristically cogent argument that he was making. And like just in terms of him being able to articulate jealousy. And that was like a very human sort of uh side of of icing that we don't see very often, even though it doesn't really make sense. It's I I found that it like it we you were able to you could see the logic. Yeah, th- there was an inroad to like relating to him in a way that you don't normally get. Like it's it definitely follows cartoon logic. Um, like that's a ridiculous you, comparison to you, make. No, but you get why Ice King the character thinks this. Yeah, it was it was a mm-hmm. real genuine feeling of jealousy, uh, and just at that core like an actual emotion to see Ice King feeling something like that was uh, refreshing in the weirdest way. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was, it was a moment that I thought was that stood out in his, in his like weird, like impossible to understand, like not really having a motive sort of character arc, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it, it, which is good. I mean, Kudos to you, Ice King. You you, you figured you got one together. Um, it's I, I do like in the beginning too. He's missing, and it's also raining, which I don't doesn't rain that much in Adventure Time. Uh, maybe it's yes. just an atmosphere thing. Though. Yeah, sometimes it rains knives. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think it's here they're raining because it's like it's like a sad moment, and they're they're establishing that. Yeah, and um, it's cool. And, and Ice King is genuinely uh wound up and emotional about this but in a way that he also understands sometimes he gets emotional and he almost doesn't even get why or whatever yeah um yeah is- it's so hard to track like what is real what's grounded with him uh because especially like in the later seasons like now we're in seven uh he's able to have like actual conversations with people mm-hmm. and and carry on at, at least uh an amicable back and forth with with finn and jake yeah mm-hmm. and it's i mean it is fun too at this part of the season series um, like you're saying with the development where he can just go to Finn and Jake for help and they're like, okay, we'll help you. And yeah. I like them being friends really. And on the same side of things and the, in the greater, uh, the but they always way. have a hard time trusting him though at the same time. Yeah. So it has to be like, he has to convince them really. But uh, I guess the, it depends on what it is. And then it's like, it's like he pushes, pushes and then they're like, yeah, okay. And they like totally change their mind. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so he comes in, he's also, he's, um, immediately coming into the treehouse. he's flying, which he can do 
We know he can do. Yeah, he flaps but he his beard. He doesn't always <laughs> use that power, really, the flying, especially as it goes on, unless it's, like, convenient. So it was interesting to see him, like, using it. Yeah, mm-hmm. they have to establish that he's able to do that early on in the episode because it becomes a plot point later on. Right. <laughs> it's just, like, kind of, like, writing logic for, for this episode. But he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't always do it. So, so yeah, so then they're there, and they're, they're trying to get him to go. He's freaking out, and I'd say one of the more fun weirder parts of the episode is when finn convinces jake to morph himself into mm-hmm. gunter well this oh, episode gosh. definitely like it like widens the like impossible capabilities of jake's stretching oh, th- throughout yeah. this whole episode i um, mean so <laughs> big time this yeah. is like one of the craziest jake stretchy episodes i've yeah. ever seen i so i'll say i didn't really love this episode uh, i didn't think there was all that much happening. Um, it was a lot of just, okay, we need to get to this plot point. So mm-hmm. let's spend several minutes like telling jokes and doing funny adventure time things as we get to that plot point. Yeah. And it really leaned into, okay, time for some stretchy dog jokes. Like, and, <laughs> and they were good. They were funny. Like they delivered, uh-huh. but a, a lot of the episode substance is just Jake like being creative with his stretchy powers. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's, I think it's also like to your point, you're, you're writing it. It's like, okay, the ice King wants something. He wants to find Gunter. So the, the, the process of this is going to be, he, they're searching for Gunter. They get obstacles, then they find him and there's an ending. So mm-hmm. it's like, what are we going to do in that middle part to make this fun? It's like, right. Yeah. It just, yeah, it just felt like a lot of second act stretchy action. Mm-hmm. Like kind of not not formulaic, I guess. I mean, because the show doesn't really fall into formulas all that often. But mm-hmm. it seemed like this was a pretty easy episode to like lay out. Like there yeah. was there wasn't I don't, I wasn't like thrown uh, by anything until we get to that plot point at the end that they were so clearly targeting. Yeah. Yeah, um, but I, I kind of like that because it's nice. It's like a nice clean mm-hmm. episode, um, and and Ice King gets to be focused and, and is back in the mix. So they go out looking, and they're going to what? What was the place called? What was the clearing? Uh, the Moosebone. Uh, Moosebone clearing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it looks like a moose bone. I think never really got <laughs> yeah, clarity on it that. It looked like there was just <laughs> bones everywhere, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I don't know what a moose like bone it. looks like, really. <laughs> I see a moose bone. I mean, moose have a lot of bones. Right. I know. Which bone are we talking about? Yeah. I mean, it could, could be, you want to find out how many bones do moose have? Oh yeah. Let's look that up. Do we have to Google this? Play that Google theme song. Google, Google, do you have the answers that I see? get a definitive answer here oh, i thought you were googling it i am oh okay uh apparently centaurs have 104 bones in their skeleton but centaurs <laughs> yeah. that, that came up before moose <laughs> yeah i'm searching for moose and they got centaurs first well uh moose have 13 pairs of ribs 13 vertebrae Cranium has 38 bones, and they have 32 permanent teeth. Teeth aren't bones, are they? Uh, no. Technically? Teeth aren't bones. I think they are. <laughs> can, no, they're not. I can Google our teeth bones. <laughs> yeah, they are, I think, right? Uh, according to Healthline.com, it's not a bone. <laughs> no, teeth aren't bones. But it is considered an organ. It's like teeth are organs. Yeah. Oh, this person said at least two. <laughs> okay, deer have one thousand and twenty-three bones. Wow, really? That's a lot of bones. That's a, that is a lot. Tons of bones in there. Yeah, that's. Uh, are they counting teeth in that number though? It's uh, over. Isn't that like five times the amount in yeah. people? 
so there's that um we don't know how many bones moose have i guess we'll, i guess we'll never <laughs> figure it out because yeah. the, the, the first, world may never know yeah here's another thing um i wrote down in my notes the number 115 did they say mm. that in the episode why did i write that down <laughs> 115? Yeah. Is that how many bones moose have? That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I don't know why I wrote down 115. I don't know. Huh. What was I thinking about? I don't know. How many how many bones do fox have? Because those fox should have been reduced to bones. <laughs> right. I was glad to see that it wasn't Mr. Fox that was stealing the crown. Because that's the only fox I think of when I see. But then it turns out there's just a bunch of foxes. Was Mr. Fox the one in the bed later? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I love, I love the fact that he's threatening him with discomfort too. He's yeah. just like taking away his pillows. He's like, not the pillow. Oh yeah, he's 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 hilarious. <laughs> they all have the same voice. Oh, apparently. here it all is. Foxes. This is why I wrote down one fifteen. Uh, it's revealed that Gunter has been with Ice oh, King right. for over one hundred fifteen years. Yeah. yeah. It was his hundred fifteenth birthday. I do remember the first time watching this episode. That was a uh, exciting reveal. Oh yeah. So he's been the Ice King for hundreds of years then, right? Yeah, since the Mushroom Wars. Okay. So like I almost don't know a much thousand about years. the Mushroom Wars. I don't remember that. <laughs> Tom Herpich voices yeah. Mr. Dude, Tom uh, Herpich is Fox. such a great voice actor for Mr. Fox. He's really good. It's yeah. like the one awkward, of the funniest parts of the I know. Episode. The awkward hesitancy <laughs> is perfect. Yeah. And every time Mr. Fox shows up, like even in um, the Distant Land special, Mm-hmm. as like a guide to the dead world and then he becomes the like the new death like yeah and he just wants pillows for everyone <laughs> oh that comes back to this episode uh, yeah there we go that's why <laughs> he wow. loves being comfortable yeah <laughs> he did look cozy i was thinking about my bed i was right. like my bed which we're right next to it's it's good and it really does the job but just seeing him with that like down yeah, comforter right. and oh sounds looks Sinks great. perfectly with his body. Yeah. <laughs> we all deserve that. Um but yeah, so he's Ice King's there and asking him what's up. He finds out that they're talking through a tin can. Then he goes back and the other foxes are all running around. They've they've all got decoy foil crowns, which are very well constructed. So much so you can't even tell <laughs> if it's real or fake till you get your hands on it. So they're pretty crafty, these right. foxes. Um, and that's where Jake releases his quotes, Jakesies, I think he, he calls yeah. them. And he spawns off of him like eight different versions of himself, all connected back to himself in a kind of disturbing manner. <laughs> and they all just start going off and f- uh, chasing these fox. And it's interesting to figure out how much agency do these Jakesies have over themselves? Is Jake controlling them? Can they see? It seems they can see because they're like following them. Then there's other moments where it's almost like they can't. They're just feeling around. They're feeling around and they're yeah. blind. Mm-hmm. It, I was trying to put it together. It's very strange. It's, I mean, it's not the most outlandish Jake transformation that happens in this episode. What would you mm. put as the most outrageous? The, the car? jeep, the car, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. transforms into a jeep. I don't know. I, I, I think that the Jake sees are. Are crazier and more disturbing and grosser. Um, it's well, like well, they sort yeah, of it's make strange, stranger because they, he's because I we've seen him go into because because that's like something I didn't even know was on the table. Seeing him <laughs> chance go into a piece of cake, it's like yeah, or a, a hang glider we've seen him do, mm-hmm. um, a boat. So a car is is outrageous, and the car was functioning like that's what was really crazy about it. Like they're driving at like twenty five miles an hour or something. Yeah, and he still got his hands on the wheel and stuff. Yeah, like despite the fact that he is the car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is crazy. The wheels and axles thing that does. That, yeah, I, that, that doesn't make a lot of sense. No, but yeah. it's going. But the Jake sees is like more of like a abomination of God. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that shouldn't be like happening. Cre- it created homunculi that like came out of his own body. Yeah, like that's homunculi. something. That's <laughs> something. If, if God was giving you those powers, there'd be you know, there's always like uh, stipulations in a handbook, so to say, and yeah, you'd right. be like, okay, stretchy powers, cool. Things off the table. You can't multiply yourself. <laughs> right. Can't do that. But can't convince people you're God. I mean, they already set a pretty high bar at the very beginning when he transforms into a, a penguin, into a Gunther yeah. penguin. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, I guess Jake can do that. And it makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> but yeah. it's only the first thing that happens in this episode. Yeah. 
Yeah, a lot of a lot of great stuff happens. Yeah, so they're 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 really just going. They're they're trying to get these foxes. They never they never find it. The fox gets the crown back to the mystery person who has hired them as mercenaries to get the crown. Mm-hmm. And uh, then uh, you see the hands kind of like do something. Yeah, the hands to almost it. look like Susan Strong hands. Or um, it was a couple episodes ago where we saw the one with. Uh, where they're like in the planetarium. We did a couple episodes ago, Eric. With uh, who's Plan- Jake's like sister or brother? Um, what's what's his name? Uh, who's really mean? Where they're this one. there and they're in the bot. Um, step into my menagerie. What? <laughs> we could level up. It's where they have all the animal, like everyone's all like human uh, hybrids. Oh, oh right. yeah, uh, that one. Uh, Planetarium. Yeah. That was a planet. That was a preboot. Yeah. Preboot. Yeah. With uh, no, he's they got have a girl's all, name. They, that they, kid. Yeah. The kid who's got a girl's name. Yeah. They got, it's like they're inside like a zoo. That, yeah. Where it's like all these fucked up animals. It looks almost like that, that uh, lady's hands. I was kind of like, is it one of these people? Um, yeah. It, yeah. It does pretty clearly like want to show you like, this is probably some kind of human who's doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and there's not a lot of options. Um, at that point of how many humans it could it could be. Yeah, Jake says at some point this whole thing could be a goof and I really did think like this could be Gunter putting himself yeah. for ransom to get the yeah. to screw with Ice King or get the crown or something. Yeah, Gunther does some shit like that every now and then. Yeah. Like he he gets kind of wild and rambunctious. <laughs> yeah. His I whole know. like knocking bottles off of tables and stuff. Mm-hmm. You remember that episode? I don't think we've done that yet. I don't know. I don't remember. He he like he wants to just he does like this cat thing where he just wants to smash bottles, like throw them off of tables and stuff. Yeah. Well, there's the isn't there the one episode where uh, the the penguins take over because the Ice King like I don't know if he like lost his crown or he he was just like somebody proved him like impotent or something so all the all the penguins aren't listening to him anymore and just like messing yeah. up the. The ice castle or whatever. Yeah, every now and then they get some big ideas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He gets some big ideas. So they're and so when you see those those hands in that shot, there is something reflecting in Gunther's eyes. And I it, I think that's Orglorg. I think it's like seeing into oh, yeah. like its true self. Hmm. Um it happened really quick. I couldn't really get a good detail on it. Maybe we can pull up a screenshot of that later. Yeah, but then they because at this point we know all about Orgorg. Yeah, but it doesn't seem like everyone else does. I don't I, know. I don't remember. They forgot, or it's just sort of like what it is, what it is. <laughs> Let's just get Gunter. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, you know, in a situation like this, you'd think that I wonder if he could trigger like his Orgorg powers to just get out of there. Yeah, right. I don't really know. I think that's why. Okay, so ultimately, spoilers. It's Betty. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, that's why she needed both Gunther and the crown. Like she's she needs some sort of Orgolorg power or something. She used that within whatever her modification on the crown was. Yeah. So she needed that. Yeah. I don't know. The the the, the physics. So basically, what 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 happens is they get they get there. Ice King says he wants to save uh, Gunter alone uh, as a bonding thing and gets in there. And when he gets inside to the cave, he sees Betty and with the magic man hat and she's the one who's taking the crown. Now, we've seen from a further flashback that she has modified the crown in some capacity through the powers of Orgolorg or Gunter. And we don't exactly know how or or why. She was – well, she's like a super – wasn't she kind of like a nerd, and then she got like magic powers from a wizard or from something Magic like Man? That? From Magic Man, yes. <laughs> and uh, once again, Betty appearance. Just I'm just confused. I, I, I why <laughs> does this confuse you? Where okay, well, because we're watching out of order is a, yeah. a big contributor yeah. to this. Uh, <laughs> I get I, I get what's happening. So, man, I really want to watch this episode where PB and Marceline go into the Crown mm-hmm. because I think that will make things more clear for me because now we've seen Betty 
futzing around with the cl- with the crown now over like how many different seasons like in the in the elements miniseries mm-hmm. we, we've done, done some of those episodes and we've seen the crown being built by evergreen at this point um we've covered a lot with this crown yeah and now she's screwing with the phantasmo circuitry in it in season seven and i just i don't remember how this fits in or if i don't know if i ever knew how this fits in right exactly well i think it's pretty i think it's like betty (laughs) betty wants simon back she's been driven to madness because of the state of things now what is causing what's keeping simon from her and keeping him ice king it's the crown yeah crown keeps him from being simon it makes him ice king so she's being like okay if I what if I can f- clearly is like she's gonna try to do some sort of modification to the crown that will hopefully get her closer to having Simon back, right? Yeah, it'll transform him back or something. Yeah, or like I don't know exactly like what she did, what the repercussions are, what she's hoping it will do, but it's like oh okay, Betty's still trying to like get her Simon back, and this is like one of her ways. Well, she's what's trying. interesting is that like it shows in this episode the further away he gets from the crown, the more like regular he becomes like his like the hair on the top of his head grows back and his beard gets smaller so like really if you think about that if she like launched it into space then he might just transform right back into simon so it's like why doesn't she just do that that? maybe it's not as easy as die though without the crown oh that's a good question Possibly. Yeah, he might die. He might just wither away. Because if there's one... I thi- Yeah, I think that was established, right? Yeah. So that's why I feel like he needs the crown to stay alive, but it's making him, like, insane. So she's, like, trying mm-hmm. to, I think, find, like, a middle ground. Like, let's get him back. But, yeah. That's what I, that's what I think's going on, yeah. her motivation is. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's still, it's still wild. She still does it and then, like, backflips into nothingness, like a little yeah. ball. <laughs> she's really insane. So there's, yeah, she's lying in wait to see yeah. what, what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, really, really, it's a pretty odd episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Although maybe not as complex as some other ones, but really crazy. Is there any stuff we forgot? That, any highlights from the episode we're forgetting? Um, I don't mm-hmm. know. Did you guys see the snail? Yeah. <laughs> no, we got to play this okay, the game. <laughs> Yes, I saw the snail. Nick, did you see the snail? No. I saw the snail. Dan, wait. No, dude. dude. Uh, Play the rules. (laughs) I didn't know this. Dan, did you see the snail? Yes. Yes. I saw the snail. Two out of three. (laughs) Two out of three ain't bad. Two out of three ain't bad, but it ain't great. Where was it? It was in the, the room where all the penguins were. Like, the dude's like working out or oh, something. Really? That, and yeah. the snail's. Huh, I was watching it. there. I just. Oh, yeah. When Simon was like, he's not with his boys. Boys, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got really distracted by like checking out what all the boys were doing. Like they were weightlifting, eating yeah. chips, uh, drinking something. Waving. Oh, uh, okay. I got so distracted <laughs> by the boys because I was like, whoa. And also, it's been established that at that point it was really late at night. So I was really oh, yeah, thrown. I was like, too. what are they doing still lifting weights <laughs> when it's like 3 a.m.? Um, I was used to go to the gym like super late because mm-hmm. uh, it's always like it's not crowded. Right. So, this is a private gym, though. Those those penguins can just work out whenever they want. Well, I mean, yeah, but, I mean, how many? OK, there's more than just those penguins living in the ice castle, right? I don't know. I so, feel like there's like a I just kind of thought it was that there was like a crew of like 10 of them. There's like a whole army. And like, if that's how busy the gym is at like three in the morning, <laughs> it's probably nuts during the during the like. The <laughs> so you think day. there's a, a lot more uh, than just like ten penguins that live? Yeah, there? we see plenty of penguins. Right, I, they probably come and go. Like they're not all there at the same time. Mm. But well, what I got, I always thought, especially with them being the boys, is like, like there's like a ten of them that have like privilege access because they're in like Ice King's quarters. So I figured there was just like a crew that hangs out, like the privileged crew, like they're like the executive council, which would have you, and they like 
<laughs> hang out and he knows them all. Like, cause don't some of them, like he addresses some of them, other ones by names at times. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Come to think of it, why were they watching like uh, figure skating? Oh yeah, that part. That part I didn't like. Um, (laughs) It was young men's junior. (laughs) Yeah, young men's junior figure skating semifinals. (laughs) I was like, ew. (laughs) That is pretty weird. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) he shouldn't be watching that. Well, and if Gunter's 115, neither should he. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe. Okay, maybe. They're just a fan of ice sports because obviously. Right. Well, I hope so. And maybe that's just one of the surviving VHS tapes of ice sports that uh, they were able that's to. That's true. There's not find. a lot of VHS I, uh, tapes around. I prefer that logic to what uh, was going through our heads. <laughs> so let's go with that. <laughs> cool. All right. Uh, okay. Miscellaneous Mania. Oh, yeah. So as we actually discussed in the last episode, this was written and storyboarded by Andreas Salaf. Um, one of this is the second of only two episodes that he wrote and storyboarded. The last one we covered last week. Yep, this is uh, the conclusion of our highly anticipated Andreas Salaf block of Adventure Guys. <laughs> Don't be mean. And then uh, <laughs> Hannah K. Nystrom uh, did also wrote and storyboarded this. Uh, who did have more than just two episodes <laughs> to her credit. Um, some other some other good ones that she's done. Um, yeah, so like, what's what is some of the trivia we got going on in here? Uh, the wiki wants to tell us that in this episode, Betty is voiced by Tom Herpich instead of Lena Dunham. Oh yeah, because <laughs> she's oh, yeah, talking was, into yeah, the can. Technically, that's true. Yeah, changing, and her, changing voice. her voice. That was that was weird. I was like, why is the voice changing like this? This was a this was probably a good opportunity not to bother with Lena Dunham at that that point in season seven. I think this was past. We've talked about this when when Betty changes voice actors. This was past the point when when people stopped liking Lena Dunham. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it her choice to leave? She was really yeah, busy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, here we go. So it's revealed in Broke His Crown that Betty implanted. Um, AI in the crown with the hopes of hacking into its mechanism, destroying its influence and freeing Simon. All right, cool. That's what I thought. I wonder if I saw that episode and, and knew that or what. Oh yeah, I liked when Ice King almost knew Betty's name and then called oh, yeah. her beautiful. Almost, yeah. Well, I also yeah. like that he called her beautiful, not just strange lady or whatever he calls her sometimes. I like that in here. It's like. This is called a king's ransom. They were like originally it was titled a king's ransom. I can't believe they like, included that in these <laughs> notes. Uh, yeah, right. Apparently, it's named after an episode of Batman Beyond called King's Ransom. Huh. I I mean, well, I thought it was just a phrase to say like, <laughs> yeah, like you could win a king's ransom, which just means like a lot of money, yeah, or something very valuable. Definitely is. <laughs> I, I wonder what that Batman Beyond episode is all about, and if, it, if it's even I mean, a coincidental this, you're reference. Right. This is this is when you get into wiki territory. Where Could like, you imagine if it's like a, the exact same plot, like somebody steals the bat suit or something, and he's got to go find I mean, it with the help of his enemies or something? What about. else? What else would your episode be about if you call it King's Ransom, which is a generic yeah. phrase? Yeah, <laughs> essentially. Hilarious. Okay, so it, it's not yeah, it's not revealed what Betty does until the episode broke his crown. When is that? Yeah, that is um, let's see, season eight, episode, episode one. one. Yeah, so not not too not too long after that. So we'll review that episode. That's the the episode where they go where PB and Marceline go inside the crown. Okay, so we'll review that one at the season seven premiere of our podcast oh yeah yeah. (laughs) just so far away what we're in season four right now right three did we finish we're in season three i think we're in season three yeah we're in season three although 
I mean, like we did just celebrate our two year anniversary. It's probably a good time to make that our season three premiere, but we kind of missed that. <laughs> Should this be the season three premiere? We did our season three premiere. Are you season four? Season no, no, not yet. Okay, it's been it's not soon enough. I think okay. So season three, season three is going to get good. We're gonna, we're accelerating uh, the quality of this podcast. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, over the next few weeks, we're we're running up to episode one hundred. Then we've got be November, and then we've got the special plan for December, which I don't know if you remember what we're going to do yet. I forget. Okay, we'll talk about it later yeah. again. <laughs> Um, and then, and then maybe after after December, we can do season four of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Not that it matters or really changes anything. Yeah. Have you played the uh, the video game? No. The uh, Pirates which one? of the Enchiridion. Oh, Pir- no, I haven't. That one's good. Is it? Yeah, it's oh, very wow. cool. It's like a turn based RPG kind of thing. You can download it on Switch now, right? Is that correct? Um, probably. Yeah. We absolutely need to do an episode on that and have yeah. you back for it, Dan. Ooh, that, that would be, be cool. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, anyway, this is a great episode. Um, I want to remind everyone, if you've enjoyed it thus far, to please rate us five stars on your podcast app right now. Um, and listen to us next week where we cover the episode Run the Generator. What are we going to watch next week? What are we going to watch? Fifty-six, Hitman, a nice Jesse Moynihan episode four, season three, episode four, Hitman. Do not believe we've done that one. Oh, I think I remember this. I think it's an Ice King episode. Yep. Yeah, he hires an assassin. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I remember that one. <laughs> Breakfast princess is involved. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, uh, great episode, Dan. Thanks for joining. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this is before a long, we go. Do you have anything you want to plug? Um, not really. I mean, Dan <laughs> Marvin Design hire yeah. this guy. He he <laughs> came out of, out of nowhere with uh pretty much not much direction at all and uh, gave mm. us some really good art artwork. Uh, and DanMarvinDesign.com. Yeah, if you want to check it out? But um, yeah, yeah, hire Dan. Cool. All right, good up, everyone. Good up. Peace out, y'all. Bye.